Welcome to the Strange Catholics Podcast. I'm your host, Phil, joined as always by Terry in Minnesota with me and Bob in Virginia. We are three distinct voices bringing varied perspectives on the church and the world into the conversation. We want you to join in the conversation. You can do so by going to anchor.fm forward slash strange Catholics and leaving a message there. You may also email us at strangecatholicspod at gmail.com. Please remember to rate this podcast on iTunes or wherever you're listening and share with one person. We used to gather around a table at Caribou Coffee. It's a coffee house in Minnesota in the Midwest. But now we gather virtually in hopes that these conversations will be a light for you as they are for us. Now, let us begin this week's conversation. Welcome to this episode of The Strange Catholic Show. This is Season 2, Episode 1, or Episode 43, if you're keeping count. We're so excited. We're just elated. Welcome to the podcast. This week, we're going to recount, we're going to recall, rather, why we're here, why we're even doing this podcast. Yeah, Bob's going to open us up with some great stuff. Our saint this week is Saint Justin Martyr, beautiful early church saint. For opening prayer, we'll turn it over to Terry. Perfect. Good evening, brothers. Good evening, podcast listeners. Thank you for joining us for yet another exciting episode of Strange Catholics. Let's begin in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Gracious and Heavenly Father, you who are our light and our joy, we thank you so much for allowing us to have this opportunity to come together as brothers in Christ to reveal what it is that you would like us to say to all of those who are listening today. We just pray now as we move into our podcast that you open hearts and open minds to the love of God and to the love of church, especially uh, this great Catholic faith, which uh, we continually uh, share the incredible points on. And we pray all these things through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Bob, what's, what do you got for that first cup? Well, I'll just be short, guys, because I know this is a huge anniversary episode, and I know Phil has a lot to get to. So just to, in this week's episode of Check Out This Church, I would recommend the cathedral in Arlington, Virginia, St. Thomas More. And it's just a wonderful older cathedral it's got a school attached to it just uh, i go to mass there quite frequently along with a lot of other churches in this area and i'm trying to fan out a lot more and bring all kinds of churches rural and urban to the folks here but it's just it's just wonderful and uh i will tell you this week in the the diocese of arlington we've lessened the restrictions so you can sit in any pew you want and they had holy water back i think you guys were doing something like that and your diocese as well, so up in uh, Minnesota, and uh, it, it's just a really wonderful church. And there'll, there'll be a link in the uh, in the show notes uh, to go to the website and get more information about this. This is Bishop Burdage's church. I hope I said that right, Bishop Michael Burdage, who's the bishop of uh, of the uh, diocese of Arlington, and this is the cathedral. And it, 
it's just it's just really a, a wonderful place that has got a very eclectic um, congregation. Um, so not a lot to say because there's just nothing real, really, I can some idiosyncrasy that I can kind of point at that's just makes them totally different. But I would say a, a lot of the Catholic churches in the area I found this is it's one of the it's this grand it's just because it's a it's a cathedral you know it just has this huge grand like big you know it's very large and you guys know that from uh, St. Cloud or from you know going to the the cathedral or the basilica in the Minneapolis St. Paul area and that type of thing it just has that feeling you know it's a large large uh, sanctuary um, but yet it's a very eclectic group of people that are there and uh you still have a, a really kind of a, a one-on-one connection there. So, so that's the Diocese of Arlington. Check out in this week's check out this church. Thanks, Bob. Yeah. Can you give us like a little bit of a kind of like what I asked for last week, like a, what does it look like when you walk into the nave of the church? Oh yeah. So I'm sorry about that. You did mention that last week. Um, so it depends. So if you walk in the front, so the interesting thing that I know is a lot of starting to stop here, but if you're on Arlington Boulevard, which is a four lane, they do have, uh, and I got a, you'll see this if you go to the website, folks, they have a, a big picture of Jesus, a huge statue out in front that faces that four lanes so if you're driving by or i actually work across the street the building i work is across the street you can look over there you can see the see the big statue of jesus so that's in the front outside and then you walk in it's a really small nave because it's it's one of these churches where you got the sanctuary or you got the altar and then you have three you got people on it's like a like a t right you got the large, I'm trying to make these hand movements that probably don't make sense. I probably need a telestrator or something for your YouTube folks so you can see me draw it. But it's like, you know, you walk in the front, there's a pretty small nave, mm-hmm. and then you get into the sanctuary, and it's the long, just like a standard, let's say like St. Mary's and Little Falls. It's just a standard um, all the way up to the altar. But then there's seating on the sides too. Okay. So you can enter from three different like parking lot areas so so that's how i kind of get this t kind of thing like that if that makes sense yeah Um, absolutely so i can so if i want to i can look at the side as a priest or i can look right in the eye when they're speaking but each one of those has a little name when you walk in but the the one in the in the uh in the front of church it's really quite small just totally different than the newer churches like we we talked about. Uh, I think we talked a little bit about the one in Melrose. The brand new one in Melrose uh, had a, just a, a large gathering. You're talking space. about the vestibule, like that that pre- before you actually get into the nave in the sanctuary, right? Yeah, right, right before then, right, right before the nave. So, right. I mean, yeah, the transition is. I mean, there's just not much. I mean. Uh, in the one in Arlington, once you walk in, it's, I mean, it's pretty, it's like maybe, you know, five, less than five steps in your, into the sanctuary. Kind of like St. Mary's Cathedral in St. Cloud, maybe? Going in the front door there? 
Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, I don't usually go in the front door very often there. I've been going in the side door, you know, and going down in the basement for a lot of things. But, um, yeah, I would say it's similar to that. Maybe a little bit wider than that, but you're right. Um, The interesting thing about St. Mary's and St. Cloud, and one of these times we should focus that or or do a check out this church for that one, because that one is so interesting, because I've been off. There's a there's a whole bunch, you know, the 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 attached house next door and there's offices there and there's preparatory rooms. I've been in all those. Maybe you guys have too. when you got uh, Phil, when you got ordained there. But uh, I hung out with a whole bunch of with the bishop and a bunch of people over there when I did some uh, some stuff with some masses there before. So. That's because you're a big deal, and we all know it was, that. It was yep, the. Uh, that's what it is. That's, now yeah. we're finding it out. What what mass was that again? It was the. Uh, Wasn't it the chrism mass? Yeah, it was the chrism mass. Right, I carried the fragrances up there and stood up there. But but I had to hang out over you know. With the abbot and the abbot was in there and Bishop Kinney at the time, so. Awesome. So. Yeah, but prior to ordination, that's where we waited. They got a really tiny bathroom back there. And you know, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, you were, <laughs> you were too nervous. I I remember having a discussion with Fa- with Father Scott, um, and we were commenting on something about something aesthetically. I don't even know what that was now. Like this thing over here what is you know what i i don't even remember what the conversation was i just remember we had that discussion yeah i was pretty nervous i don't, I don't right. think there i don't think there were very many people in that room that were not nervous sir everyone that was being ordained they were all nervous every one of them okay. you know, one of these days i i need to go when i go into these places i take pictures but this is a new and evolving segment folks we're trying to ever get changing at this. ever yeah, changing we're trying to get better I'm trying to be more relevant in this broadcast. You're we always relevant. Your, yeah, we appreciate your participation, Bob. <laughs> okay, well, that's all I have for this week. Now that I've been put in my place. Back to you. Thanks, Bob. Well, you're going to kick off this segment. No. So this is season two. We released our first episode at the end of May in 2020. A lot has changed since we released that very first episode. But I would say in many ways, a lot of things have stayed the same. So it was um, May 30th, 2020, when we released our first episode, and it was on COVID-19 and the impact on the church. Well, if you listen to any of those first episodes, you can just hear the despair. Uh, We're in a much better place. As Bob mentioned, we have holy water back. And actually, we don't have uh, restrictions for... uh, we don't have social distancing restrictions. Every pew can be filled. So it was a much more normal looking mass um, than we've had in, you know, a long time, however many, 16 months. Uh, anyways, so I thought this would be a great time to talk about, like, why are we here? I, we did that um, interview with the diocese, but just, you know, like, why are we here? Why are we having this podcast? Why do we think, you know, any of this is important? I thought maybe that might be good because we've definitely picked up listeners and I thought this would be a great conversation to have. So I've always had an affinity for podcasts. I'll start off first uh, as I, I guess I kind of liken to do for this segment, but I've always had an affinity for podcasts for many, 
many, many, many years. And I just have always been drawn into wanting to do a podcast to talk, especially about our Catholic faith. And so we had the, you know, when Bob, Terry, and myself met, and we were doing the spiritual companioning, as we've given a little bit of a background on with other podcasts, I just felt like that conversation we were having should be a podcast. So I kept saying that. I never recorded any of those conversations, which would still be good content today, I still believe. But, you know, it, it was it was a desire to, you know, continue that. And I uh, some feedback I received from a listener was that, you know, it our conversations feel natural. They don't feel forced. We don't, it doesn't seem like we're uh, talking over each other. Oh, maybe, oh, maybe they missed some of the pre-show, but uh, <laughs> anyways, you know, we have, we have a true genuine relationship, right? We really do love each other and there's uh, that real brotherhood there. So I think the conversations um, are natural, right? The things we talk about. And so we, you know, we wanted to do a podcast. I'd been kicking the can down the road a long time. And then uh, Bob just said, well, why don't we just start now? And that's that was a great prompting and answering to a prompting from the Holy Spirit, I believe. Because here we are, uh, a year later, 43 episodes in, I guess I kind of thought we would only make it like 10 or 15. Uh, and we just kept going. We've taken a couple breaks here and there, but overall we've been relatively consistent. And... Yeah, we're just really excited to, I think, continue to share the good news of Jesus Christ and his church and do what we can to help others understand their faith or those that don't yet share in our Catholic faith to, you know, answer some questions, maybe some misconceptions they might have about the Catholic Church that I know I had growing up. And I, I, I don't think I speak for myself, but, you know, we all mature in our faith and we're all in different, you know, we're not all in the same lane on the same exact highway we're gro- we're all growing and learning and loving our lord more and more day by day so terry what are your thoughts sorry for that technical difficulty um usually don't worry terry, bob usually terry goes after me um i i, I don't know what happened he's, he's, he's decided to just yeah, quit the podcast um so maybe go for season two it's just going to be a two-man show instead of three. Who knows? Yep. Sorry, Terry. Maybe, maybe Terry's quit. Um, no, Phil, I, I think, you know, for a long time when we discussed having a podcast, it was probably, you know, more like a joke in a way because it was like we should do a podcast because of how great our conversations were. Yes. And I can tell you, anybody that came in, let's say as the fourth wheel, we'd invite them in to do spiritual companioning and whatever. They'd be like, this is just, you know, you guys are just totally out this of control. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I mean, I just brought it up again. And I think from the technical side of things, you said it's not as hard as we thought it would be. So right. we just decided to do this. I mean, just get it started. And if we don't do it now, we're never going to do it. Uh, so we started and I mean, we've made it a year, never thought we'd make it a year. I mean, look, when we started this, Donald Trump was still in office, you know, and now we have a new president. I mean, there's been a lot of other changes that have happened the year COVID. uh, Wow. I mean, there's just been a lot going on in the last 
12 months. Yeah. So I think it was important for us to, to do this and to continue to do it. I mean, I think the challenge going into season two, right, is for us to find, you know, more and more topics we started discussing and, yep. and getting, you know, getting to the point where we're doing those and educating our listeners at the same time entertaining because we like to have fun. So we do, you know, that's part of our stick is we don't take ourselves overly serious and we love to needle each other and we love to have a good time, but yet still be serious about our Catholic faith and serious about the topics, but it's okay to be light once in a while and tell some jokes. Yeah. Ain't that right. Ain't that right, Terry? Ain't that right, Bob? Absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry, guys had to step away for a sec, but uh, I absolutely, I, I think you are correct where it's good to, uh, have some humor. And I think that really our listeners appreciate uh, the sense of humor and what each one of the three of us has to bring to the table. And the, you know, like uh, Phil says in the opening of the podcast, we are three distinct voices. And I think the three of us and what we bring to the table definitely uh, makes for um a good soup, if you will. So uh, it's, a you know, uh, I appreciate uh, being a part of this podcast. I appreciate being here. It's an honor to be uh, with these two fine gentlemen. And I, I'm not saying that just to, you know, bloviate here. I, I, this is from the heart. It's, you know, I honestly didn't think that we would make it a full year. And now that we're into season two, you know, it's, it's great. And, and there's a real sense of joy here for me. Yeah. I love it. And no, I, I know that you're being sincere and we have, you know, real camaraderie. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I will say this at the end of the podcast, we always, or we've started to, uh, as the podcast evolves, uh, have said, love you brothers. And, and that is not just, you know, to our listeners, that's not just show. There's a real love uh, between the three of us men here. Um, we started out together in 2015 um, in formation to become deacons. And through that process, uh, you know, Bob, you, you yourself have even said we've become quite close and I would agree with that. We have become quite close and shared in one another's lives and and shared the passing of of family members during that time. And, you know, it's like we're family, you know, well, that's what I have to say. Well said. Beautiful uh, background. I think Bob's background, if you're watching us on YouTube, which you should all be doing, a link will be in the description. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can see this beautiful background that Bob has. And I think it, hopefully that's a sunrise, but you know, could be a sunset. Sun, sunset. Yeah. Well, anyways, that's, uh, we can still go with that. It kills some of the imagery I was going to use. Okay. Well, mm. use it however you want. It's wah, too late now. Wah, wah. Yeah, it's too late now. Oh, I wanted it anyways. Moment blown. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. It, it's deep, deep to do. Uh, so what do we have planned for season two, Bob? 
Well, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk more about popes. We have a long history of popes in the church, and we're going to talk a little bit more about popes. I, Terry brings you every week a wonderful saint, and some of those are popes. But we're going to talk a little bit more about wh who we think are the most influential popes, maybe over the last hundred years, or maybe even in history of the church, and then popes that we have a little bit more of a affinity for personally. You know, I may like Pope John the 23rd and Phil may like Pope Leo, uh, you know, so, and I don't know who Terry likes, but I mean, you know, this type of thing. And we're going to discuss that and we're going to try to get more in depth on other Catholic topics. We also kind of want to bridge a little bit and talk about other faiths and their interaction with Catholics. I mean, we're not, we are a Catholic program. But we recognize there are a lot of non-Catholics out there. We are certainly interested in uh, things that uh, that Muslims are doing because I mean, we're interested in what they're doing, too, and what they believe and, and what, uh, you know, our ancestors, the Jews uh, are doing and so on. I mean, so we'll probably talk a little bit about the Middle East, maybe one, of, you know, one of these days with all the things that have been going on there again, because it really does a lot of the things come back down to basic religious faith too. A lot of that stuff does. There's a religious conflicts there. So those are just few of the highlights that are coming up here in, uh, in season two, now that I've been put on the spot. Terry, what do, what do you think? Uh, what well, I mean, from your uh, angle, what, what do you, what do you look forward to covering in season two? One of the things that I was thinking about uh, that I had a discussion with somebody just recently uh, regarding purgatory and what Catholics view of purgatory is, because it seems to be purgatory only seems to be related to the Catholic faith. I, I know, I don't know. And this is where maybe a little bit of research uh, on my part uh, would be good. I don't know if any other faith tradition has a tradition of purgatory or something similar to that. So that would, you know, that might be something that uh, we'd want to talk about in future podcasts as well. And of course, we can always look forward to every week, the wonderful Saint Spotlight. I, I knew he was going to bring it. I knew he was, you knew he was going to do that. Come on, Bob, you can't lay it up like that for him. Well, I mean, uh, give him an opportunity. I mean, he needs, you know, as much time to shine as possible. That's right. You know, because I got to keep up with the two of you. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't deny that. So something else we're going to talk about <laughs> in season two is we're going to bring up a, bunch, a lot of the heresies that the church has encountered, what the church has done to overcome those heresies. Uh, that's usually when we get some some dogmas coming out. That's, you know, that's when we get some definitive teaching in a response to uh, a heresy that's coming up. So we're going to cover a lot more of those. We're going to continue to have quite a few interviews, as many as we can get in a month. And we're just going to continue to keep doing this beautiful show that so many of you come to love. We appreciate everyone listening. Absolutely. Amen. Couldn't agree more. We're going to take a short break and be right back with Saint Spotlight. Stay with us. Okay, we're back. Jerry's going to talk about a saint. I don't know which one. They told me, but I've lost my notes. So here's Jerry. 
Well, thanks, Bob. This week we're talking about St. Justin Martyr, one of the early uh, martyrs of the Catholic Church. Uh, His feast day is June the 1st. He is the patron saint of apologists, lecturers, orators, philosophers, and speakers. St. Justin was born in Samaria around the year 100 AD. His parents were Roman colonists who were pagan. He is also known as the son of Presos, the son of Bachelos of Flavia Neopolitus in Palestinian Syria. Flavia Neopolitus, his favorite town, founded by Vespian in 72 AD. He was an intellectual young man and was greatly interested in philosophy. Longing to find answers to his quest for the truth, he studied all varieties of pagan wisdom, Stoicism, Pythagoreanism, Platonism were some of his favorites. He spent much of his time reading and contemplating the works of Plato, and yet his heart was still yearning for the truth about life. After several years of study, Justin had a life-changing encounter with an old man, possibly a Syrian Christian, who revealed to him the riches of the true faith. He urged him to study the Jewish prophets. He told Justin that these authors had not only spoken about God's inspiration, but also predicted the coming of Christ and the foundation of his church. Above all things, pray that the gates of life may be open to you, the old man told Justin, for these are not things to be discerned unless God and Christ grant to a man the knowledge of them. This old sage told Justin many tenets of Christian faith, including the fact that the soul was a gift from God. The aspiring philosopher began to take the claims of the Christians more seriously, and he eventually decided to be baptized at around age 30. Since Justin was an intellectual, he approached his newfound faith in the same manner he had approached pagan philosophies. He used his brain and his intelligence. He became the first Christian philosopher. According to St. Justin, the true philosophy was that of Jesus Christ. He wrote that there are bits and pieces of truth everywhere in the world, but only place where they are all found without mixture of error is in the person of Jesus Christ, the Logos himself. Justin was most likely ordained a deacon since he preached, did not marry, and gave religious instruction in his home. After his conversion, Justin continued to wear the type of cloak that a Greek culture associated with philosophers. Inspired by the dedicated example of other Catholics whom he had seen put to death for their faith, he embraced a simple, austere lifestyle even after moving to Rome. He traveled about teaching. During the reign of Antonius Pius, 138-161, to he arrived in Rome and started his own school 
teaching the eminent science of Jesus Christ. He wrote Christian apologetics for both the Romans and the Jews. He combined the best elements of Greek philosophy with Christian theology, using his writings to defend Christianity against the false accusations that were springing up amongst the pagans. He became widely celebrated for two apologies, or defenses of Christian faith, which he courageously addressed to the persecuting Roman emperors Antonius and Marcus Aurelius. One of these apologies contained a description of the rites of baptism and the ceremonies of Mass, thus constituting the most valuable evidence that we possess on the Roman liturgy of this day. The two emperors responded with different reactions. But Justin wasn't spared as Marcus Aurelius sentenced St. Justin to be scourged and condemned to death. And when questioned about his Christian doctrine, he made this good confession in the presence of many witnesses. The right doctrine which we Christian men do keep with godliness is this, that we believe that there is one God, the maker and creator of all things, both these which are seen and those which bodily eyes do not see, and that we confess the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who was of old foretold by the prophets, and who is to come to judge all mankind. And then, for refusing to offer sacrifice to Roman gods, he died a martyr's death on the April 13th, Justin is also venerated as a saint by the Catholic Church, the Anglican Church, the Eastern Orthodox Church, and the Oriental Orthodox Church. St. Justin Martyr, pray for us. Pray for us. Pray for us. Beautiful writings we have from St. Justin Martyr. Absolutely. Good stuff. Anytime I can get somebody to analyze the unmoved mover for me. I, I'm, I'm all for it. That's an inside platonic joke. Most of the audience probably isn't going to get that. <laughs> I think they're asleep <laughs> at one twelve a.m. Eastern time. If you're listening to this, you probably, you can tell it is dragon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it's that time in the broadcast. In fact, this is going to be a special for season two, episode one, and Terry's not going to like this. I'm going to have Terry do this segment right now. Go ahead, Terry. Okay. Thank you, Bob. Please rate our podcast. Five stars. Five. Five stars is the minimum. Please send us your feedback. And you can send us your feedback at strangecatholicspod at gmail.com you can leave us a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash strangecatholics and please subscribe to our youtube channel where you could see all of our lovely faces and a little less edited than the podcast and now for closing prayer we bring you deacon phil henneman in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen 
Heavenly Father, we ask you to open our hearts to the embrace the presence of the Holy Spirit within us. We ask as we bring these petitions before you, that you bless them all in accordance with your will. We pray for the protection of life from conception until natural death. We pray for all fathers. We lift them up, Lord. We ask you to give them strength, to give them your peace. We pray for all those that are about to have a baby, especially Sabrina, all those that are pregnant or trying to be pregnant. Pray for Raul and Jennifer, all married couples and those who are preparing for marriage, that they would be open to the graces they receive in this sacrament of service, holy matrimony. Draw upon those graces in those difficult times and never lose sight of God's presence in their marriage. Pray for all victims of the tragic event in San Jose this last week. Pray for the repose of the soul of Marissa and all the souls of the faithful departed. May eternal rest grant unto her, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon her. And may her soul and all the souls of the faithful departed, by the mercy of God, rest in peace. Pray for Austin, Gary, and Sharon, and all those recovering from illness or recent surgeries. Lord, you are the divine physician. We ask you to please lay your healing hand upon them. Lord, we lift all these prayers before you as we celebrate Trinity Sunday, drawing you to this mystery of your divine love. Lord, we ask you to continue to hear, hear those petitions we bring before you and answer them all in accordance with your will. To our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Season 2, Episode 1. Going to be a wonderfully great season. Look forward to it. Look forward to having you on the podcast and listening. And until next week, love you, brothers. Love you, brothers. Love you, brothers. Thank you for listening to this episode of Strange Catholics. We hope that you enjoyed the conversation and it helps you dive into a deeper reflection and union with our Lord Jesus Christ. If you'd like to leave some feedback, please go to anchor.fm forward slash strange Catholics to leave a voice message, or you may also send us an email at strangecatholicspod at gmail.com. Links will be in the description. Please share this podcast and this episode with at least one person. This will help get the word out and get more people to join into the conversation. Please subscribe to this podcast and leave a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening to us. This really helps the podcast get traction and help even more people discover the peace, love, and mercy that our Lord offers and is longing to offer each and every one of us. Thank you again for listening. Have a glorious day. And may God bless you.